Oh, hello. Do we have a show? I feel good. It was it was a, definitely a harder week, just strictly evaluating the matchups. I mean, that's what I try to look at more than anything than last week. But I still feel pretty good. All right, so my mic was off. So now we're ready to go. <laughs> uh, no, it was a lot harder of a week. Yeah. Because last week, Sims, you really kicked ass. I kicked some butt too. Right. Uh, you last week against the spread, we both went ten and six. Overall, though, just picking games, you went 14-2, and just picking straight-up winners. But here's the deal. If people made all of your bets against the spread last week, they made $1,280 if they bet like you did. If they bet with me, they made $600. Currently, against the spread, you're 15 and 16 after a, a bad week one. Yep. You went 3 and 12 last week. I went, no, no, no. I went 3 and 12 in week one. You went 5 and 10. Right. So right now, you're 15 and 16. I'm 13 and 18 against the spread. But we both went 10 and 6, and we made people money. Overall, in the season, you're in the black. Woo, woo, 270 woo. bucks. Cha-ching, 270. And Don't I am spend down. it all in one spot. And I am down 760 for the season, but I feel good that we're going to get back into it. Yep. A lot of people have been asking, what are our Thursday night picks? And that's where we're going to start. It is a battle between two really good young offensive mind coaches. Both probably slept at the office this week. Niners, Rams. Uh, Niners currently have the worst offense in football, so not looking good for old Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> yeah. But the Rams... We got it at we got it at minus two and a half Rams right. in San Francisco. The line has moved to three. The Rams are being favored right now. Uh, I will lead off as I always do, and I am going to be putting ten dollars on the Niners. I don't like to bet on Thursday night football games, yep, but I looked and I said, man. The Rams just let up a ton of rushing yards mm-hmm. to uh, to Washington. Yes. And here comes Kyle Shanahan, who just got Carl's, Carlos Hyde 124 rushing yards in Seattle. Right, and Breida had a good day, too. And I, I think the one knock against the Rams defense, while I do think that Aaron Donald is a hell of a player, yeah. sometimes they lose contain, yep. and I think the Niners can run the ball. Right. And then I look at the Niners and I go, they have a top 10 Pass uh, passing defense, right. top ten scoring defense. Right. Uh, I think that they're going to contain with those big guys. I don't think Curly busts loose. I think the Niners win this game at home. Yeah, uh, I, I, like, I like a lot what you said. It's a weird matchup for me, actually, just because, uh, of course, yeah, I'm friends with Kyle Shanahan, friends with Sean McVay. I sent them both text messages Did this you? morning. Yeah, just to say, like, good luck tonight. It's really cool you two are going against Who each other. Who responded first? Nobody's responding to me yet. So. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I'm with you on a lot of your thoughts there. Uh, I, I always favor the home team a little bit uh, as far as Thursday night football. I am also going with the San Francisco 49ers, only doing $10 as well. Okay. Um, I and think that's the, plus two and a half. Uh, and, and that's, I think, what I'm thinking too. A lot of the, a lot of the same things. I was not encouraged with what I saw from golf last week, okay? So that scares me to a degree. The 49ers defense is good. They're big up front. I have a hard time thinking Gurley does get off, like you said. And then, listen, Brian Hoyer on the other side of the ball, it's been shaky. There's no doubt about it. I can't deny that. Uh, The one thing I'll say, Kyle, if you think about this last year, when Wade Phillips was in Denver, had pretty good success with the Falcons in Denver, uh, and, and what, they pulled off the big upset, right, in Denver. So, And then if you look at Wade Phillips, you know, if there's one flaw to his defense at times, it is run defense. And I think Mm. you hit on that point, so that's why I go there. Uh, What was your score prediction? Oh, 17-16, I went 49ers. Gotcha. And I could see it being that kind of game. Right. All right, let's get to three of the lesser games of the weekend. Cool. uh, Just to kind of crank all of them out. Baltimore at Jacksonville, that is the London game. You and I both bet $100 on Baltimore. Right. Look at this. Miami at the Jets. Yes. We both picked the Jets, but you put $200 on the Jets. We're going to get to that in a second. I okay. only put 10 Right. And Cleveland at Indy, you bet $10 on Indy. I bet $10 on Cleveland. <laughs> I, I'm not talking about that game yeah, too much. It's, it's a crapshoot. It I have is. no idea what's going to happen. Right. Let's go back to Baltimore yeah, first. Yeah, let's do that first. Baltimore at Jacksonville. If this game was in the States, yes. I would have pounded it harder. Right. That trip makes me 
me a little bit afraid, and so does Brandon Williams missing practice on Wednesday. You like to pound it harder, huh? I would like to pound that line harder, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the fact that you just changed your voice is great. Uh, but the Ravens are favored by four. Man, Blake Bortles against this Ravens defense yes. could be an absolute... I don't know if they're going to let him back on the plane. <laughs> it's scary. Uh, I, I, I guess this is the only thing I'll say about this, and this is why I only put 100. I think Baltimore is clearly the better team on both sides of the ball, but Jacksonville's defense is legit. And I don't, you know, Baltimore's offense still has not hit its stride. No. They lose a Marshall Yonda inside. Yes. So what scared me is I could very easily see in this game being 15-12, 15-13 yes. Baltimore. So that's why I only went 100. And Jacksonville does have a slight advantage in London. I mean, they're used to this. They do this exactly. every year. That was the other thing, too. So, so that's why I only went 100. I expect the Ravens to win. I actually picked the Ravens 20-12. to 12. Uh, but only put $100 on it. But you didn't feel too confident. I didn't feel too confident. Not with that Jacksonville defense and the way that... Do you think there's any way that Fournette can set the tone against this defense? I I would really have a hard time. Because that's the only way the Jaguars have a chance to win. I would think so. Or, you know, it's the one thing I've heard all week when I've read little things about it. Like, Mr. Alan Hearns is Mr. London. Like, he always seems to go off when they're over there. Right. But, yeah, no, I think this this Baltimore defense is special. And Jacksonville trying to just physically overpower most teams, they're not going to do that to Baltimore. All right, so Jets-Miami. Yeah. I didn't know if you were going to go with the Jets. Right. I kind of had an idea because you were like, you know, you weren't too confident with Miami after that win over the Chargers. Right. The, Miami is favored by six in New York. Yeah. Uh, Miami is clearly the better football team. Both of us, though, going with the Jets here. Yeah. My reasoning was this is always a matchup that ends weird. Right. And now look, yeah. I just read that. Wilkerson mispracticed yesterday. That stinks. And right? if he's out, yeah. man, JJ could go off. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not that confident in the Dolphins yet. Yeah. And I want you to talk more here because you bet $200 on the Jets. I did. So this is kind of like your Buffalo pick last week. Right. I want to hear why. Okay, so I was encouraged with what I saw in the film from the Jets against the Raiders, right? Uh, I know the score looks bad, but there was a lot of self-inflicting wounds there, especially with the Jets. And the Jets were in the football game, if you really remember, until they dropped the punt, right? They dropped the punt. Oakland gets it. They get a score. And the game kind of became an avalanche from there. Uh, The first thing that really scares me about the Miami Dolphins, okay? Um, Their linebacker play. Lawrence Timmons was a huge loss. This is an average back seven as it was, and now it becomes below average. That's why they traded for Stephon Anthony yesterday, because they don't have two cover linebackers. And in this day and age in the NFL, you play nickel almost every down. It's four, four linemen, two linebackers, five DBs. And you need both of those linebackers in that situation to be able to cover tight ends and receivers when they cross and backs out of the backfield. Really scary when I watched Miami versus uh, San Diego and from that standpoint. Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles. Sorry. Damn, I still got that. Um, So that is scary to me from that standpoint. And I do think that the Jets offense, a little better than people are giving it credit for. They were able to move the ball in the Raiders They were. And I think they're going to be able to this week. If they could play Bilal Powell a little bit more. A little bit more, certainly. That, to me, is one of the biggest questions right now is how this team's doing this. Just so everyone has an idea, because I'm seeing some questions right now, we are given $100 of bleacher bucks uh, for every single game that's played. There are 16 games this week, thus we have $1,600 to bet. We are betting against the spread. Current game we're talking about is Miami minus 6 against the New York Jets. Finish your point. Sims is betting $200 on the Jets here. (laughs) I'm betting $10 on the Jets. Well, first of all, I I was crazy. Plus, plus, yeah, I think just 6 points is too much. I do think this Jets defense, again, is a little better than people give it credit for as well. The secondary, these two safeties, these rookies, they are legit. Jamal Adams and May. They look man, so good. They dude. are. The D-line, now Wilkerson being hurt will certainly hurt, but there's still a good D-line with the Jets. Uh, so I do think they keep it close. At home, home opener. Um, Miami's been, been all the over the weeks. country doing dealing with hurricane issues. They were out, and so I just thought all that led to six points too much. And I actually picked the Jets to win outright. I picked wow. the Jets to get their first victory of the year. I picked them twenty to nineteen. Uh, so that's why I'm going with the Jets. Two hundred dollars. Sims went fourteen and two last week, so I'm not really going to. Brett Musburger's calling you up for gambling advice. <laughs> it's not even a joke. Like, I'm being serious. Uh, quick little comment here because it made me laugh. Yeah, Joe Werner says Sims looks Amish. I think it's a comment Been on your top button. most my life living in the Amish paradise. And now you know that he listened to Weird Al growing up. We're learning a lot today. Let's move on now to I can't believe we're doing it so early. 
Giants, Philadelphia. Oh, bet, this bet. is a game, man, that I love. The Eagles have beaten the Giants three of the last four times. This is not a team that the Giants want to face 0-2. The line is the Eagles minus six. I'll tell you what the line also is. The awful line for the New York Giants yeah. is going to be really interesting. Yes. Um, you mean the offensive line. The offensive yes. line. Right. Are you ready for my pick? Go ahead. What do you think I'm picking? Um, I think you are picking... I don't even know what to think. First of all, I'm so disappointed in Adam Lefko as an Eagles fan because I just can't tell you how hard he was rooting for Kansas City to cover the points last week. Disappointing. I don't know what to think. Philadelphia, you need to readjust so your I thought do a, on this I guy. do a crossing broadcast, and on them I had to admit to them that, guys, I was rooting for the Chiefs because <laughs> you were. my job and my <laughs> reputation are on the is line. more important. Yes, it I, is. Like, I, I hear you. I'm, I'm just just trying to give good analysis, and I'm not going to be a fan. Right. And that's where it's going to get weird. Okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm really interested. I am picking the Giants, oh! and I'm betting $150 on it. Big blue, big blue, big Dave blue. Dave is sitting over here with his mouth on the floor. <laughs> do I think the Eagles' defensive line is going to destroy Eli? You bet your ass I do. Yeah. Do, you, do I think that Carson Wentz is a better quarterback than Eli Manning? At this point, I really do. Oh, it's not even close. But... This Giants defense yeah. really held the Lions to 17 points before the punt return. Right. They this I think the run, Gi- one of them was an interception short field too. You I remember. think the Giants corners match up perfectly with the Eagles wide receivers. Yes. The Eagles do not have a running game, and Carson people are so upset. Bradgeron, what the hell are you serious? Lefko, really? <laughs> what are you smoking? Get them! Get them! This is this is why. All right. Because. I think that the the Eagles' defense is the perfect defense for the Giants to face right now in terms of a secondary. I think that the Giants' wide receivers, the three-step drop Ben McAdoo offense right. against no Rodney McLeod, no Ronald Darby, I think that they're going to move the ball a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I just... Man, I, I just think that I think six points is too much. Yes, this is a three-point Eagles win to me. This is a coming down field goal at the end. This is not a blowout. I just think right now that the Eagles have scored seven points at the end of the Chiefs. That was garbage. Yeah, the last seven points of the Washington game, that fumble sack, right. was misleading. Right. I think that six points is very is a lot of points in this matchup. It's too much for me. Yeah. So I'm going 150 on the Giants. Is that that, what, is that shocking to you? No, it's not shocking to me. I mean, not at all, especially when you see what I did because I went, uh, go ahead, let it let it reveal itself. 300 wow. on the New York Giants. So this yes. is a shared viewpoint. Yeah, I, I just think, I mean, you, you hit on all the major points. Yes, the, the, the Eagles' D-line is certainly going to have moments of steamrolling that Giants' offensive line. So there's a lot of strength versus weakness in this game, right? And I think that's what scares me. And, and when you balance them all out, I think that, you know, I look at the Giants, I think, of course, your secondary, you mentioned it. It's not very talented. And as bad as this Giants offense is, I think they'll have enough. It's another week with Odell being healthy, right? So he's going to be a little bit better than what we saw last week. So I think from that standpoint, it's scary. Let's not forget about this, too. Desperation plays big part in this. I know Philly lost last week, but they're 1-1, one and one, so they're kind of like, uh, the Giants are going to be desperate. I mean, this is a make-or-break type of football game for them. And, you know, then conversely on the other side, right, I have not liked the way your offenses look. And We've I'm going to be honest, that. when I read this morning that the Eagles yesterday took out starting guy Isaac Samelo, right. and they're going to be starting Chance Warmack. Mm-hmm. My first thought, and then I read quotes that the other offensive players weren't happy about it. Right. That offensive line is not as good as people are, are thinking right now. No. And the Giants' defensive line is it's a lot special. better than people think. It's special. The Giants haven't had their big turnover yet. Right. And they've also faced the, the Dallas offensive line and Detroit's offensive line, who I think is markedly better, and Matt Stafford, yeah. who is just as mobile as Carson Wentz, but a better quarterback than Carson right. Wentz. Right, right. I think they're facing the lesser Detroit Lions I, I just think it, they're in trouble. Yeah, I think the Eagles are in trouble. It's a scary matchup. Uh, yeah, six points was just too much to me at the end of the day. I actually picked the Giants to win the game outright, 20-17, to 17, just because of the desperation. The Giants' defense, I don't give a crap what it's ranked after t- after two weeks, right? Uh, it's legit. It's one of the best defenses in football. Uh, Janoris Jenkins will be interesting to see where he's at as far as health-wise for the game on Sunday. That's something to watch out for. But, yeah, your, def- your offense um, – 
it's been way too much just Carson Wentz making magic lately, and I think that's going to be hard been. to do against this crew right here. Especially when yeah. you've told me for the last few weeks, right. man, everybody knows exactly where they're going yeah, it's with the football. a little predictable, right. Doug Peterson's offense is very predictable. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to be very honest. I like to use your information that you give me yeah. with, with like a different perspective, too. Yeah. And the fact that we're agreeing on this, Claire Wynn says, whenever Lefko picks against the Eagles, the Eagles win. Not last week. I picked <laughs> right. against the Eagles last I made it a lock, right. and it came through. Yeah. I just I don't feel good about it. Yeah, it's scary. It's a tough But I am excited up. to watch Eli get his face smashed. <laughs> like, that, that's going to happen. That is, Super that. excited Brandon for that. Brandon Graham and Fletcher Cox are going to have a party at Eli's house. I just, okay? I'm already envisioning... <laughs> On Fox, the montage of Carson Wentz being like, Ugh, yeah, running around, and running around, magic. Like, it's yeah, gonna I be crazy. It. I get it. All right, now let's go to one that I know we're agreeing on. I didn't expect to agree on that one. Right, Houston at New England minus thirteen. Yeah. I hope we agree on this one. Yeah. Uh, New England has the number one ranked offense in the NFL. Houston has the sixth ranked defense in the NFL. Yep. and it's Deshaun Watson against Tom Brady. Oh baby. Um, all right, so I am going here. I'm going New England, and I'm betting $200 on this. Uh, I probably should have gone more. The line has gone from 11 early in the week to 13 now. Mm. I just, when I watched that game on Thursday night, right. and I watched the Houston Texans, they had two plays that won them that game against Cincinnati. Yes. The Jadavian Clowney John fumble, Ross fumble, right. fumble that yeah. he took back to get a field goal, that's three points. Right. And the Deshaun Watson 50-yard scramble at the end of the half to give them seven. And that right. was their ten points. Cincinnati only scored nine. That was all they needed to win that game. Yes. But Deshaun Watson looked lost. Right. Deshaun Watson didn't look like he knew the offense. And I know that there's so many injuries for New England right now. Yeah. But they're sitting there going, we are going to feast on this kid. I should have bet more. But all the injuries kind of scared me off. And I should have realized that New England just puts everybody on the injury report. And I was a sucker. Yeah. Did you bet more here? Yes, I did. Damn it. Sorry. Uh, yep. I'll see your 200, Lefko, and I will double it to 400. All right. So this is another one of our shared bets. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, again... Uh, this just real quickly, like this game will it'll stay I close for a that. little while. I think I think you you're, the Houston Texans defense is really good. I don't think it's as actually as good as last year, but I still think it's really good. And they will make things hard on New England certainly for a little bit of time. But it's only a matter of time before Brady and all the weapons continue to click. And the biggest thing is I have no faith in Houston's offense. First of all, who's going to scare you on the outside? DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, Gilmore and Butler match up really nice with him. There, so that's going to be. Be a tough matchup. Um, really, the offensive line for the Texans—it's spotty. So yeah, there might be injuries up Do front. Do you think the Texans' D line can mess up this offense? I mean, to a degree, but not not to not enough to overtake the game. That's why I think it stays close and for I, and a while. I look at the linebackers of the Texans, and right. I go, they're going to be chasing those running backs all game. No and doubt. I don't think they have the right linebackers. But here's—they don't. And actually, it's almost a blessing that the cheater Cushing is off because oh, now Cunningham, he, it would have been embarrassing. Yeah, now Cunningham gets to come in, the rookie from Vanderbilt, who's better gets, in pass coverage. And I'll tell you what, go watch the preseason game right. with Rex Burkhead putting that Cunningham guy on skates. Yes, right. Like, uh, like on a on a on a, a little route. yeah he did a little, a little option route but this is the biggest point I want to make about this game there is no freaking way the New England Patriots are going to let Deshaun Watson out of the pocket I can promise you that having been with Josh McDaniels having been with Bill Belichick up in New England they are going to go. We're going to make this guy stay in the pocket. What would Josh McDaniels and, have to do with well, that? Well, I was saying I was with Josh McDaniels oh, gotcha. in Denver just saying basically like. When they these, know that a guy. They're going to make him make plays from the pocket. That's, the, that's the, going to be beaten to that defense's brain all week. They're going to go, we haven't seen him do anything from the pocket. He was shaky in the preseason from the pocket. They don't have good weapons on the outside to really take advantage of anything. Why would you let him out on the edge? They are going to try to collapse that pocket. They're probably going to tell their guys, don't even pass rush. Just stay in your lane. Keep him in front of you. Let's see if he can make decisions and good throws. That's why. So I just think eventually it's just going to be too much for Houston to overcome. And I picked the Patriots to win 30-13. to 30-13. Yes. Uh, we have a comment and then we have a self-scout. Yeah. Uh, Brad Geron, who wore it better? More predictable offense. Doug Peterson or Chip Kelly? LOL. Woo. Chip Kelly was the most predictable yes. offense in the history of the world. It was four plays. Yes. It was awful. Yes, it was. Leon Bashley has some self-scouting. What up, Leon? Sims, you picked the, the Giants to win 20-17. to 17. Yeah. 
Oh, but you take the Giants... Mi- no, no, no. Gi- it was Giants plus six. He thought it was the Giants minus six. Yeah. So you're actually okay. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you can't trust these uh, guys in the background. The kids can't even add, so they don't know uh, what the hell yeah, they're doing. The, the fact that the Bengals didn't double... The fact that the, the, the tech... The, the Bengals, you're right, didn't double didn't the double Andre Hopkins. Hopkins. Right. That will happen this week. Yeah, it's going to happen. They're not going to let him have his little comfort zone, his little blankie on the side. So thus far, our big bets, we both bet 100 on Baltimore... We've both gone big on the New York... No, you went big on the New York Jets. I didn't. We both went pretty big on the Giants, and we both went big on New England. Right. I don't know how much money you have left. I got a few Dallas. You have $600 left. That's it. <laughs> for the rest of these games. Yeah, I only have, I think, like two more games that are have substantial money. To me, this next game is the battle for the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Atlanta at Detroit. Mm-hmm. We have been high on Detroit now for two years, yep. and everyone's finally seeing what we've been high on. Yep. Atlanta is favored by three in Detroit. Detroit's defense is currently ranked seventh. Atlanta's offense is ranked eighth. I'm very surprised Atlanta's defense isn't higher. Yeah. But then again, Aaron Rodgers hung up like 20-something the when the game half. was already over. And Chicago moved the ball on them, too. You know? You're absolutely right. right. But again, we're yeah. very high on the Falcons' yeah. defense. I, this is a $10 one for me yeah. because I think these teams are even. Right. And I'm going with the home team getting three points. And I think Detroit, uh, the, the, thing that the, the, the thing that really sealed it for me, Atlanta has some injuries on their offensive line. Schrader getting hurt. Right. Uh, and I think Detroit's defensive line is sneaky good. It is. Like I did that on my lock of the week on Monday night. I think their front seven is great. I got a little bit worried about Jared Davis yeah, and the I concussion. Know. Yeah. But uh, what's his name's out for Atlanta? The pass rusher. Oh, Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley's right. out. In the end, I just think it's going to come down to which quarterback can make plays. Because yeah. I think both defenses are going to be good. And I think our guy Matt Stafford's going to run around and make some magic. Yeah. I like Detroit getting points at home. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm with you. Now, do I feel confident here? No, I, I went $20 just because I had an extra 10 and I had to figure it out. So I went $20 on the, uh, Yeah. So I, you went Detroit also? I went Detroit. I actually, when I my pick my score... Uh, I picked Detroit to win the game 24-21. But I, if, if it went 24-21 the other way to Atlanta, I won't be shocked either. So it's scary. But, yeah, I just think it being on the road in Detroit, Detroit getting, uh, oh, this is their second home game. But regardless, I just look at it this way too with um, the, the Atlanta Falcons offensive line. But I guess this is what I'm worried about. Atlanta was just okay week one against Chicago, and I don't really know what if I know what Green Bay is yet. That's what no, I think. They didn't have Mike Daniels. Green Bay, I mean, yeah, okay, great. They beat they beat Seattle. Well, Seattle didn't look all that good right now. And, and Green Bay, some of the same things concern me that were ha- concerning me last year once again. So uh, I just think from that, you hit on all the points with Detroit, the playmakers. Detroit's defense is better than people realize. I think they win a close one, but I, I don't feel totally confident about putting big money on it. Okay, we have someone taking a shot at you. Yeah. Ready to address it. Yes. He poised and hit him with the punch. Sure. Robert Wong. Sims is a Falcon hater because we cut his brother. I'm going to use sure. that. Right. That's not why we hate a team. We care too much about getting these right, right. to care about who gets cut. Right. But I will say this, though. Right. We've gotten this comment a lot. We are hard on the Falcons. Yeah. Is this the game where if they come out there yeah. and beat Detroit in Detroit that we go, all right, we're definitely for real? Listen, I'm not a hater to anybody. I picked the Bears to win week one, and they were three yards away from beating you. So it's not about that. I don't give a damn about my brother or, uh, Kyle, Shanahan. or Kyle Shanahan. Yes, I've evaluated it from the football standpoint. So don't think that. If you look at my power rankings this week, I have Atlanta at like four or five. So I'm not hating on them. I think they're very good. I have issues with the football team a little bit. That's scares me so yeah i probably seem like i'm a hater to a degree um but but it's it's really not about that i mean atlanta's the best team in the nfc right now hands down i don't really it does, there's no denying that uh i think this is a team that matches up pretty good with them and yeah i think this i be love a close, these games football game. because this is a learning game for us it is you know it's really hard to tell what baltimore is because of the teams they've played yeah but this is a team where you go i don't see any holes on detroit i don't see any holes in atlanta yeah and we're gonna learn can Detroit really run the ball against everybody and be consistent right, with it. Right. With Atlanta, we're going to see against a really good front seven, right. which they have not faced yet. No. 
The, I mean, the Chicago Bears did. is pretty good, and Bears they couldn't really they run couldn't the ball against them. Right. So can that turn around? Right. Those are my concerns. I understand you thinking I'm a hater. I do not like that they cut my brother, certainly. I mean, that's but my that brother. Doesn't impact but it's not going to impact how I value the team. We are too egotistical to give a shit about other people. Right. We care about our picks. <laughs> like, that's the truth. Like, I am going to go home today, yeah. and I'm going to see my dad, and he is going to read me the riot act for picking against the Eagles. But I care more about being right yeah. than the Eagles. Now, I've said this to him, and I've said it in here, and I want everyone to know. If and when the Eagles make the playoffs, yeah. being right goes out the window. Yeah, I will become Eagles fan Adam. Right. But until then, man, I care about cashing checks and getting <laughs> that check on Twitter. All right, next one up, Pittsburgh at Chicago. Really, I know you're a Chicago fan, so this one should be interesting. Yep. Pittsburgh favored by 7.5. Oh, excuse me, I'm skipping a game. Oh, they, thank you guys for fixing it. Pittsburgh at Chicago. Pittsburgh is favored by seven and a half. Pittsburgh defense is ranked third. Let me remind you, though, they have faced Deshaun Kaiser and Case Keenum. Yes. Not like Mike Glennon's much better. But it still looks good. Chicago's offense and defense is both in the bottom third of the NFL. I, this is one of my biggest bets on the week, and I'm not that confident in it now. <laughs> I'm going Pittsburgh $300 for this reason. I think Chicago's defense is really good, and I think it's another slow Le'Veon Bell game because they have big bruisers in the front seven. However, mm-hmm. their secondary is trash. Yeah, it is. And I'm looking at Martavis Bryant as like a, I'm going to call it the Randy Moss Dallas Cowboys Thanksgiving game. <laughs> three catches, 150 yards, two to three touchdowns. I think Martavis Bryant goes off. Yeah. I think this is the game for him. Right. And then I look at Mike Glennon, mm-hmm. and I want you to talk about Tariq Glenn being their Tariq, Tariq Cohen, Cohen, the mensch, yeah. being their number one wide receiver. Yeah. But I think this Pittsburgh defense is carrying this team right mm-hmm. now, and I wouldn't be surprised if Glennon turns into Schaub and throws another pick six. It, so for me, yeah. I think that the the Steelers are always one play away, offense or defense, from scoring a touchdown. Right. That's why I'm not afraid of that seven and a half. Yeah. Points. Okay. I, I hear it. There's a lot of good logic there, certainly, and I'm with you to a degree. I'm a little more scared. I'm going a hundred dollars. With the Pittsburgh okay. Steelers, um, I'm picking the game. I'm picking Pittsburgh to win 28 to 17. Uh, but I do get scared, I guess, a little bit. Uh, just from the yes, I, I don't know if Pittsburgh is going to be able to run the ball on that front, right? It's Pittsburgh's run game hasn't got going, and because of that I think Fangio, Vic Fangio, the D coordinator of the Bears, he's going to be pretty smart in keeping his guys back deep and trying not to let like Martavis Bryant go off. The, the, the Steelers' offense is close. They're close to starting to go off here. I thought Le'Veon Bell looked better than he did week one. Martavis Bryant, like you said, he's a freak of nature. i got to stop offering him up in trades and fantasy. Like, oh. I don't know why I'm doing well, it. And, and then the other thing, too, you know, what goes undervalued about him is, you know, the, and this is what I love about the their offense in general. Yeah, they, we talked they, about it yesterday. They stress your defense because Big Ben is fearless about throwing the ball deep. He's one of the best deep ball throwers ever in the history and of the game. Martavis is, you know what's a skill that people don't talk about? Yeah. Tracking the football. No doubt. Martavis is, you never see Martavis, like, looking. He's a franchise number one receiver. I mean, Martavis is a true freak of nature. You're right about that Pittsburgh defense. They are legit. They're going to be all over the field. There's not a lot of weapons to worry about in the Bears' offense. Glennon does scare me. I, that's why I said I would have gone Mitchell Trubisky this week. Like, let's stop the experiment. Let's stop delaying in the in inevitable. Get Trubisky the reps. Uh, Dow Logan is very smart. He'll know how to use him. Yes, and watch out for this because they started the game last week against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Two backs, one tight end, and then they had two receivers on the Chicago. field. Chicago. And one of the receivers, was they used Tariq Cohen as a legit receiver last week. Mm-hmm. Like, Forget about a few plays where you got the toss sweep and things like that. My, my question for yeah. you is this. Pittsburgh was able to move the ball on Minnesota's defense. Yes. Is Chicago's defense front seven better than Minnesota's front seven? No, it's a different scheme altogether. Uh, and, and even within that, I mean, there, there was some times in that game where Pittsburgh had a hard time moving the ball. I mean, let's not forget, that game was at one point, I think, 17-9 to nine, yes. uh, in the second half. So, uh, again, I just don't think Pittsburgh's offense is quite hitting on all cylinders. So but the defense should be able to carry them through. I do think they get a few turnovers. I'm just always scared in Chicago – Chicago plays pretty good. The grass is, grass is long. They make every team a little bit slower. They make you play the big physical game. Uh, and and that, that's why I only won 100. I have two nuggets here. One yeah. I forgot to say. Uh, Detroit. We yeah. both picked Detroit. Detroit is 7-1 and one in their last eight home games, hmm. yeah. so which I think they, they always play better there. Yes. And then Pittsburgh... 
in their last 10 games as a favorite right. is 10-0 and and 7-2-1 and against the spread. Wow. They are consistently good yeah. at being the good team. Right. The last time that I think they really messed up was um, – that Arizona game two or three years ago, but they also had Landry Jones playing as quarterback. That yeah. was that season they kept underperforming as the favorite. Right. But the last two seasons they've been good being the better team. I just think Martavis Bryant against Chicago is going to be awesome. Yes, man. Him, Juju Smith Schuster, I like him in the middle. You do? Yeah, I like Juju. He's, He's a better nice than little player. Coates. Uh, definitely. He's consistent. Without a doubt. All right, let's go. Uh, the game I skipped Denver at Buffalo. Mm-hmm. This was the what the hell, how is this possible line? Which immediately made me stop. Last year, I fell for this shit all the time. (laughs) Denver is a favorite by three in Buffalo, right? Denver has looked like a top three team in the NFL. Their offense is ranked 11th. Their defense is ranked 4th. And they just beat the crap out of the Cowboys. But look at this. Buffalo's offense is ranked 24th. But their defense is ranked Mm 2nd. Now, they have played the New York Jets. Right. And they've played Carolina. Right. Which McDermott knew Carolina because he coached there. So, yes. Right. So, and look, A.J. Ikemoto comments, scared of this game. It feels like a trap. Yeah. I am betting Buffalo $10. Okay. I am not putting anything more than that shit. Right. But I'm going Buffalo because last year, Arizona beat Tampa Bay 41-7. to and then was only four-point favorites in Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo's I a weird place. And I put like $500 on that game. Yeah. And they got their ass kicked Whoops. by the Bills. Yeah. This is the ultimate wet 1 o'clock game yep. for a West Coast team on the East Coast. It's 10 a.m. for Denver. I don't know what mountain time is, but I'm it's assuming ele- it's, it's 11. It's 11 a.m. for Denver. <laughs> but my thing is, Buffalo is a tough place to play. Yeah. I got a little bit weird that Marcellus, Marcellus, Marcel, Marcel Darius yeah. might not practice. Right. But I'm just going on a hunch. Yep. I'm not putting a lot of money on it. Right. I'm just going Buffalo here because it's freaking weird. It is, Buffalo is a weird place to play. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the same take as you. I am going the Denver yes! Broncos. Then this is going to be great. This yeah. could be a huge loss for you. <laughs> Thank you. Really like. Thank it. you for cheering against me. So the, so. Okay, do you want Do you want people to know what it was like during the end of the Kansas City Philly game? Yeah. Yeah. Screw left go. Screw left go. Screw left go. Yeah. I hope he loses every game. Uh, this is what I'll say. Um, I, a lot of your points. This scares me to a degree. I just came down to the f- simple fact that Denver's for real this year. I know they are. They're for real, and I have a hard time thinking that Buffalo def- offense can move the ball on them ever. Who who the hell do you get scared of? LaShawn McCoy and Ty- Tyrod Taylor. Oh, they have Von Miller. Oh, they have Shaquille Barrett. Oh, they have Brandon Marshall. They have guys on the corner that are they're going to be like, Go cover Zay Jones all game long to keep Tlaib. We're never going to worry. We're just going to stop them inside. Uh, I, I just I think it's going to be tough and for Buffalo beat, to score points. They just beat the better version of Buffalo and Dallas. Pretty much, right. And I just think I think the other thing I'll just say, too, is I think Denver's offense is really freaking good. I really do. I like what I see scheme-wise. And, of course, we've seen the run game whoop, whoop, butt two weeks in a row. Now, this Buffalo defense is certainly better than any defense they've played to this point, so I, I recognize that. But I just, at the end of the day, I went um, Denver 24-13, to and I just can't imagine Buffalo scoring too many points on this group. I agree. All right, so, so we got some good comments on this yeah. one. James McCoy, I'm picking Buffalo also. Roy Shuttlesworth, Broncos going to slap the Bills. Leon Batchley, why are the Broncos so under rate against the Bills. I put a lot of money on them already, so don't make me sweat. Leon, good luck. You've been a friend of ours. I would like you to get paid. Um, Nobody's believing the Denver hype yet. It's Robert like Wong, Trevor Bills, Simeon's the quarterback, and they're like, they can't be good with him. Robert Wong, Bills defense plus away game for Denver. Zachary Frederick, love the Bills pick. Zach Miller, this yeah. is Denver's first away game, too. Yeah. Huge home field advantage in mile high, no too. Doubt. This is a good pick. Yes. This will be. I think this will be a good test for Denver. Yeah. I think if they win this game 24-13, to right. because 24-13 is some bumps in the road. Yeah, Buffalo's right. defense is good. Right. We're going to learn a lot about that offense. We will. We're not going to learn a lot about the Denver defense. We know how good they no, are. No, they're legit. But this offense on the road, it should be very interesting. Yes. Uh, the only other thing, too, that I thought was a funny one, Abelardo, Arizona, Lefko looks like Jason Biggs, quote, parentheses, getting too skinny. 
<laughs> I don't think I'm getting too skinny. No, you're getting, but you're I, getting I, right, kid. I have gotten Jason Biggs before. Yes, we've heard that before. We've heard that in Jonah Hill, but you're no longer Jonah Hill. Well, Jonah Hill's getting skinny, though. Just like Jonah, <laughs> I fluctuate. That's how this thing happens. Uh, and then Chad Lifka, does anyone think that Denver is the sleeper this year? Every time they are underrated, they make people pay. Uh-huh. Believe me, I, I want, I am going to, and maybe this was the game to pound Denver, but I just think Buffalo is freaking weird. Buffalo is a scary place to play. It makes people fall asleep at the wheel for some reason. It's just uninspiring. You go to the Buffalo, and I think people go, oh, we're, this is not a big There's national game. There's nowhere to game. go out. There's nothing there. You, you don't go to have the stadium. A it's a little underwhelming, the stadium. You go, how could this be that hard to play here? But it's a little louder, and, and they play well at home. And J.R. Santos, our guy, says, Lefko, you need to go back to being man versus food. <laughs> Adam Richmond. I get that one, too. Anyone that has brown hair and brown eyes, I look like that guy. Just like you look like Nick Carter from the Backstreet Boys. Oh, damn. Thanks. That's what they, that's what yeah. tell you just what they that's say. Cool. All right, next one. Is Nick the one that's really skinny right now and having the issues? No, that's or? Aaron Carter. Oh, man. Okay, Nick is his thing. older brother I'd that you partied like with Nick in right Tampa now. Bay. Yes, right. All right, next one. <laughs> New Orleans at Carolina. Very excited to see where Sims goes on this one. The differences are popping up. Uh, New Orleans is the number three offense and the last defense in the NFL. Oh, it's last. Carolina is the 25th ranked offense and the number one defense. Carolina 2-0, Saints 0-2. Big NFC South game for the Saints to stick in it. The Saints are not out of it yet. No. They win this one. They're right in the hunt. But the Panthers are favored by six. Yeah. I went back and forth on this a lot on how much I was going to bet on New Orleans. That's right. I am betting New Orleans $100 plus six. Do I think New Orleans is going to win the game? Maybe. Do I think that Drew Brees scores like 14 points in the last 10 minutes and just like absolutely eats up that six? Backdoor cover Brees. I I think you're wildly overrated as a quarterback, but in terms of solid bets, especially in Carolina... It, this has literally happened the last two to three years. Right. Last year, Carolina was up 20-3. to three. No game did Sims text me more and go, are you fucking kidding me, <laughs> than when our guy, uh, Luke, Luke Keekley got the concussion, right. and then it was two touchdowns yeah. with five minutes left. Right. Then the year before, who was our guy? Luke McCown. Luke McCown yeah. has like the game of his life, and they cover I just think this is the ultimate backdoor it's so funny to me the weird buffalo game and the backdoor cover saints game are in the same week because i love betting those games yep. this is this is where i'm going here yeah i uh, l- listen I, I mean a lot of what you said is right I, i'm only going ten dollars on the saints oh so $10. you agree with me i'm going ten dollars on the saints i don't feel great about it though i'm picking carolina to win the game 24 to 20 yeah i they always scare me the, the saints from, from these type of games they could be down 24 to 17 24 to 7 with five minutes left in the game, and like you said, their their offense, you know, dinks and dunks and makes a few plays, and all of a sudden the game looks competitive. Uh, and and also, I mean, again, I can't have a ton of uh, Carolina's offense. Just I know they've played 49ers in Buffalo, right? And I do believe that they will show that they're good defenses in this league. Yes, but I haven't seen Carolina get into any flow this season. No, they really haven't. I mean, Cam looked good early on in the game. He missed some throws late in the game that could have really put the game away against Buffalo. I think, but but he is getting better uh, from week to week from that standpoint. But yeah, I just don't think Carolina is capable of blowing anybody out. But I couldn't put a lot of money on it because I just can't bet on that Saints defense. That's what scares me. I just don't see the way unless Christian McCaffrey yeah that would to have to me, be something like the that. way that Carolina wins convincingly is an absolute blowout man Felix Grimm just put a huge thing Greg Olson you know mm-hmm. uh, he went there put on IR Kelvin Benjamin returned to practice Thursday Cam is not a hundred percent right the Saints signed Ted Ginn and AJ Klein before the season you're telling me they are not prepared they get this season started this week go Saints yeah I like it. This is either to me the Christian McCaffrey game, right. or this is the Panthers. Whoa, what the hell was that game? Yeah, right. I, I just I don't think the Panthers have the weapons to take advantage of the defense. Sure. And I also think the Saints' offense is built 
to beat teams like the Panthers. Right. Quick little dump balls. So what all you're over the saying place. is I'm rooting for the Panthers. Let's go, Carolina. Yeah, woo woo. Lose, let's go, lose. Alright, so this one, we don't have a line yet because we're waiting for Sam Bradford. So Sims bets will be a little bit more in depth. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. Tampa Bay is offense and defense both in the teens. Minnesota's offense is nine from that first game against the Saints. Their defense is 24th. There is no line right now because they're waiting, it sounds like, for what's going to happen from Vegas. Uh, I am going $10 because I don't know what's going on. I'm going Tampa Bay uh, just because I think they're the better team and I think I'm going Tampa Bay because there's a chance that Case Keenum plays. Yeah. And if Case Keenum plays, I would have loaded up on Tampa Bay. Sure. Uh, where are you going in this game? Yeah, I put $10 on Minnesota no matter what, but hear me out. This is what I'm really going to I'm gonna tell you I'm going to do. So we have a graphic to show your best. Okay, cool. Yeah. If Bradford plays, I think the Minnesota Vikings will win this game. I think they're going to win 27-23. So if Bradford plays, Minnesota 27-23. If he sits, I'm going to go Tampa 24-20. Uh, I just don't know if they'll be able to make enough plays with Case Keenum on that side of the ball. So they score one more point. If Sam Bradford doesn't play. Well, uh, yes, they would score no, <laughs> seven more, that would be. Minnesota, 27, no, no, 23. No, I'm saying Tampa oh, Bay. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Jameis Winston's I'm not changing that. Points. I'm not changing you that. Yeah, my, change no, I'm saying my thought, yeah, as far as just keeping it close. range. It doesn't matter as much. But, yes, I think the big thing I'm, I'm really looking at, um, you know, Minnesota's defense is very good. Tampa, uh, again, you didn't get to see a ton of exactly who they were last week because they got, you know, sack fumble. They got interception on Glennon. They got pick six interception. So, I'm not totally sold on their defense yet. That is still a concern for me. The well, defense, which defense? Tampa's defense. Okay. Tampa's defense. You're, 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 we're going to learn, too, about right. your relationship with Mike Smith. You have thought he's been pretty basic for yes. most of his career. Right. And I just Even though at, I didn't see that you wrote in your notes yeah. that the first half they lined up in a 3-4. They did. They did. They and did some went, different things. Woo! I did. I was like, wow, I've never seen Mike Smith do something like that. Uh, yeah, but as a whole, I just even think of the talent level of the Tampa defense is still to be evaluated. I mean, I know Qualen Alexander is good. I know that. Levante David's good in the middle. I really like Kendall Beckwith and what he looks like. Um, T.J. Ward did show up. He pops on film, so I like that. And Vernon Hargraves is good, too. So there's potential there. I'm just not sold on it yet. Um, but, yes, if there is no Bradford, I think uh, Tampa Bay will find a way to win the football game. Uh, I, I, you know, As you heard yesterday on the podcast, my dad and I were talking about it. I mean, it's a lot of fun to watch Tampa's offense. Yes. It's old school. I really think this is where the NFL is going to go. Uh, it's going to go more of these traditional sets. Let's be aggressive throwing the ball down the field. But, uh, yeah. I can't put a lot of money on this game. Uh, by the way, they're they're launching a cannon sound every time we we talk about the Tampa Bay Bucks because you know that youth youth one time threw a football into the cannon. Yo ho yo ho the Pirates' life for me. Uh, it's funny. I look and I go Xavier Rhodes. I think went from having the perfect matchup for him last week yeah. to the worst matchup for it's him. Be this a good week. one. I think Xavier Rhodes versus Antonio Brown. Xavier Rhodes is licking his chops. He's bigger, he's stronger, he's right. faster, he can handle Antonio Brown. And he did do well against Antonio yes, Brown. Yes, he did very well. Mike Evans is about to body him up. I have a feeling that Mike Evans is going to moss Xavier Rhodes this week. He could. This, I, listen, I think both matchups on the outside are going to be a lot of fun to watch. Which Just, ones? Uh, both, when I, Trey Waynes and Deshaun Jackson, they're both, I mean, they can both fly. Yes. Trey Wayne is as fast as they get. So that's going to be fun to watch that. And yeah, you're right, Xavier Rhodes and that. And then the other little matchup within the matchup, too, is. Those linebackers versus O.J. Howard, uh, that'll be fun to see, too, because Anthony Barr and Kendricks are as good a cover linebackers as they get in football. This will be one of my favorite games of the weekend to watch. By the way, having Mike Evans on your fantasy team is a blessing. Baller. That's what you do. That's what The advice I would give to anyone about fantasy is when you're drafting your team, who do you want to root for? Who do you want to watch? Mm-hmm. Like everyone that's out there, it's like, man, I, I think I'm going to go with, uh, with LaShawn McCoy. I don't – you're going to root for Buffalo every week? That's, yeah, that's crazy. Right. Uh, someone did say, um, Sims just named all the turnovers that Tampa D created and said he's not sold on the defense. Come no, on, uh, no, because I'm But more, that's Mike Glennon. Exactly. That's what I'm more concerned about. Glennon was molasses in the pocket. That had to do a sack fumble. He threw a really dumb interception that he should have never even thrown the ball for the pick six. Uh, so that, that bothers me. All right, this was an interesting one. Seattle at Tennessee, in Tennessee, uh, Titans are favored by two and a half. 
Seattle's offense right now is 26th in the NFL, but the Titans' defense is 23rd. I'm going to put a lot of that because they've played the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, and then they went out there and just beat the crap out of the Jaguars. Right. Well, and then, yeah, I'm sure the Jaguars got some garbage time stats last yes. week because that's what they do. Uh, that's what they always right. do. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm going $10 because yep. I still don't know what Seattle is, mm-hmm. but I'm going on Tennessee. Yeah. I'm going Tennessee minus two and a half. $10. I think it's in Tennessee. Yeah. I think that the, the Titans defense, it's mainly our old 80-year-old defensive coordinator. Dick LeBeau. Dick LeBeau yep. against that. The fact that I went into your notes, this yeah. is how I make my picks, yeah. and you wrote, the Seahawks have two freaking running plays, right. and they run the same plays all the time. Yeah. I think Dick Jerron's going to get, Dick, Dick LeBeau, LeBeau is going to get really right. creative, and I am excited to, for you to watch the film on this. Yeah. Derek Henry yes. versus the Seahawks. Right. Does he bash through, or are they all over the place? So I'm going Titans. Yeah, I mean, uh, I went Seahawks for the bet, $10. But I do think the Titans are going to win the football game. Oh, Uh, I picked the Titans to win 19-17, to just so you know. Uh, And and listen, I pick these games without really looking at the spread or anything when I do them. So I just pick it and what I think, how the teams match up. But, yeah, how can I pick um, the Seattle Seahawks to win the football game with the way that offense has looked? It's a decent front seven in Tennessee as well. And, yes, it's not very complex. I think you're, like, you're right. Dick LeBeau is going to have uh, some things that are very creative at the line of scrimmage because there's not a lot to worry about. And, you know, they just don't – Seattle doesn't do a lot creatively in the pass game to help uh, a Russell Wilson or any of those receivers as well. And that bodes well for Tennessee as well. Uh, Tennessee's offense, listen, it's going to be a struggle. I, I recognize that. But I do think with Mariota's ability to run the ball, Derrick Henry's ability – you know, that offensive line is good enough, certainly. And I don't think Seattle's defense, don't get me wrong, they're, they're real good. I don't know if they're as good as years past. I really don't. I think they might be, they're a year older. I mean, let's, let's say it. They've been kicking butt since 2012. People get older and become less and you less good. Sheldon Richardson adds that other He element? does. He makes it really good, certainly. But the way that San Francisco did run the ball on them last week scares me a little bit. And this is we a better offensive hard, line man, Because you're going based off of such a small sample size. It's a big size. game, though. Uh, currently in the comments section, my yeah. mom has arrived. What up, Sharon? Uh, James McCoy uh, said, a hey, great job raising Jonah Hill. My mom responded, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Anthony Davis has now asked my mom who's going to win the Super Bowl. Rob Van Fochtman is saying Mrs. Lefko is stealing the show. Um, and James McCoy's now asking an episode where Mrs. Lefko gets a cameo. My parents were on the podcast yes. a few weeks ago. Look and find them. And my mom was embarrassed by Sharon, Sharon, yeah, Sharon. Sharon. Both of my parents, Bruce and Sharon, Bruce. were on the podcast. All right, let's move on. Uh, Kansas City at the Chargers. Yes. Kansas City is favored by three in the small stadium. Chargers are 20th <laughs> in offense, 21st in defense. Kansas City is second in offense, 29th in defense. Yeah. Um, it was Carson Wentz put up some points. Right. And Tom Brady put up them, some right. points. This is what they are, though. This is what they do. They let up yards. They don't necessarily let you score a lot of points. Uh, Janos Kosa, what's up? All right, I am going here. Yeah. $200 on Kansas City. Okay. I looked back in recent years. Kansas City has gone into the Chargers wherever they've played and they've beaten them like pretty comfortably. I don't think three is a ton here. Right. Um, I also have, upon reading your notes and, and also thinking analytically, yeah. of course Bosa scares me. Of course yeah. Mitch Morse being hurt. I don't see a lot of linebacker play. I don't know about the secondary. And I believe that Kansas City has become the NFL version of Georgia Tech, where if you are not disciplined (laughs) in all of your gaps all the time, Kareem Hunt's going to get through, Kelsey's going to get through, Alex Smith can get away from some people. Mm -hmm. And when I look at the, the, the Chargers offense, I don't think the Chargers know what they are. I think when I look at the Chargers, Anthony Lynn spent all offseason going, we are going to pound people. And in the first two games realized, crap, we're not built to pound people. I think the offensive line, there's been some injuries. They're kind of all over the place. And I think Phillip Rivers kind of wants to let loose. I think that the Chiefs' corners can match up with the offensive weapons there. But I just think the Chiefs are going to win this one, and that's why three points isn't enough to scare me. Right. Are you going Chargers here? No, no. I'm going Chiefs. I am. But I don't feel nearly as confident about it as you. I, I'm only going $10 here on the Kansas City Chiefs. Here we go. This is uh, where Adam loses his money. So I'm just – no. And, and I think a lot of 
they could blow Kansas. I mean, they could blow uh, Los Angeles. Damn, I just got to say Chargers. I think yeah. it's really screwing me up. But the Chargers, um, yeah, the Chargers, this is what I have an issue. They could probably do a ground and pound type of game. The problem is their defense is not good enough. And when you try to run the game, run the ball that much, I think this is what happened to them in Denver. It, it, it of course, it shortened the game. And then there you go, they go and they go, damn, Phillips Rivers didn't really get to go get going in the past game. And you saw at the end of the game when they got some turnovers and made some things happen that they do have weapons uh, in the past game. You saw Kansas City's going to let up yards. They're going to let up they're, the defense just the way it is. Uh, they let up too many easy completions down the field from that standpoint. So I do think Phillip Rivers and them will be able to move the ball. Now, Kansas City's so offense. You're, you're saying that like Tyrell, Tyrell Williams and Hunter Henry could have a big game, and if like someone named Neil Schwartz just logged in that right. didn't want to trade Leonard Fournette to a certain fantasy owner, like those guys could have a really big game, and maybe <laughs> he should trade him. Well, Leonard they definitely Fournette. can have a big game. Hunter Henry is going to have a, probably a big game up, every man? week. I mean, he really is. But yeah, I really, do, yeah, Hunter Henry's he's a, he's. I know Antonio Gates got the touchdown last week. He doesn't play nearly as much as Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's the guy they focus the tight end position around in the pass game. Uh, Antonio Gates is older. He's not what he used to be. So, uh, again, I think the other thing, too, I'll just throw that into it. really happy. I think uh, San Diego's overrated to a degree. They got their butts whooped against Los Angeles. The, uh, Los Angeles. Just Holy say crap. the Chargers. The Chargers got their butts, whoop, butts whooped against Denver. Denver kind of just screwed it up late in that game to let them back in. And, yeah, I think uh, you hit on the point with, with the Chargers' defense. It's Bosa and Ingram. You know, I think of a lot of us out there, there's not a lot of other household names you can say there. I don't think me, Bain, and Lujit are very good in the middle anymore, and that's why teams have run the ball on them successfully down their throat. So that does scare me. Uh, I pick Kansas City to win 27-21, just, but I'm also scared that it's closer than that because Phillip Rivers will be able to throw the ball on them. Phillip Rivers wants to be backdoor breeze. But yeah. instead, he's Riverboat Rivers, and he messes <laughs> up early in the game and doesn't let him do the backdoor breeze. Right. All right, next one, Cincinnati at Green Bay. Green Bay is favored by nine. Cincinnati went out on Thursday night football and got their offensive coordinator fired by losing to a rookie quarterback that could barely run an offense. Yeah. Cincinnati's offense is 27th. Their defense, though, is fifth. Green Bay, I- I'm shocked. Their offense is ranked 7th, and their defense is ranked 8th. Their defense is ranked 8th because of the Seahawks game, and their offense is ranked 7th because of the Falcons game. Both games. I mean, really. yeah, They had decent yardage against the the Seahawks, too, their offense. I mean, Rodgers threw for 300 against the Seahawks. Are you ready? Yeah. I'm an idiot. Go ahead. I'm going $170 on Cincinnati plus 9. Okay. I just want to know your reaction. Throw up mine, Canvasser, right now. Stop. Throw up mine. Throw it up. Since that $200? Yes. We have $370 combined on Cincinnati. I felt really crazy. Let me go first and just give my yeah. reason, and then you can go off. No, uh, first of all, uh, when the offensive coordinator gets fired – First of all, their their offense is going to have this a little something to it. They've had extra time to prepare. They do have weapons on that side of the ball, and I'm not sitting here going to tell you Green Bay's defense is the steel curtain or anything like that. And yes, um, I think Cincinnati. Of course, this is the kind of that's a kind of week that can kind of pull a team together, right? Uh, I think they can keep and this it's game. It's a long week. It's a long week, right? So you keep it together. Plus, yes, Cincinnati's defense is legit. It really is. They have a great secondary. They have a good front four. They're going to be able to match up and play man-to-man on those Green Bay Packers receivers at times. I just think nine points was way too much for me. And again, uh, like I should have said with the Chargers game before this, it's desperation time. So Cincinnati's going to put their best foot forward. They're not going to win the game. Don't get me wrong. I'm picking Green Bay to win 24 to 21, but I went $200, uh, and I'm a little scared. Wow. I'm not gonna lie because I'm scared that the game is 24 21, and then Rodgers gets a late touchdown, or Andy Dalton throws a pick six, or something like that, and then they the lose. Greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> Um, all right, let me read some of these comments before I kind of go into this. Uh, oh, no, James McCoy, you two got some guts. Robin Fachman, uh, Fachman, <laughs> LOL, what are you two drinking? Claire Wynn, what are you smoking? Money on Cincinnati? Uh, Jake Tilton, if the Packers lose to the Bengals, I no longer have respect for Rodgers. We're not saying the Bengals are going to win. Yeah. I just think nine, nine is points crazy. Is a lot. What did you smoke against the greatest quarterback of all time? And then Lyndon J. Smith, Bungles plus nine is a smart bet. Jake Tilton, does your does Sharon know what y'all are smoking? Hey, uh, she probably does. Yes, we like the good stuff. But the uh, this is the other thing I would say too. I mean, um, when you you know again. Aaron Rodgers, this is a team sport. Everybody's got to start like, evaluating Aaron Rodgers. And their team stinks. 
He's their best running back. Uh, there's not a lot there. The receivers are good. They're not great. Nobody's going, man, we got to double-team Jordy Nelson or we're screwed or we got to double-team Randall Cobb or we're not going to win the game. No, that doesn't exist on Green Bay. It's all about stop number 12, don't let him make magic happen, and I think it's too much, and I think Cincinnati's more talented. The game was closer against Baltimore than we realized, yes. and then last week was, you know, of course, close, but they screwed it up game plan-wise, and that's why they got a new offensive coordinator. For me, I it's early in the year – Seattle and Green Bay always have these really big lines because we always know that they were picked high predict- prediction season. Yep. They're going to make the playoffs. But every year it takes until about week six or seven for their offenses to get going. Right. Why? Because they're so damn simple. Yes. And it turns into Rodgers and Wilson reach a point where they put on the cape. Yeah. But right now they're in the living room. They're watching TV. They're trying I mean, they're busting their ass, but they don't have a lot of help. My thing was, Cincinnati's offense really wasn't that bad last week. I thought that early on they had great movement, and they come out and their scripted plays were, like, mm-hmm. really good. I just think this. I think Green Bay's defense is overrated right now. I don't know if Mike Daniels is going to play. I don't know where the pass rush is coming from Green Bay. And I think that the Bengals have just played – the Ravens defense, which has put up historic numbers, and the Texans have a good defense. Great defense. Not good. It's, it's great. It's J.J. Watt and Jadevian Clowney. Yeah, and three good corners. And so, yes. that's why I was worried about the Patriots game. That's why I didn't go huge on the Patriots, because yes. that defense. Right. But I just look at the Bengals and I go, long week. They're going to put in a new offensive coordinator, and I think this is, we're throwing the ball to A.J. Green 15 times. Mm. And A.J. Green, if he catches two touchdowns, I don't know if Green Bay's putting up 25 points. No, this will be Cincinnati's best game of the year. They're going to lose, unfortunately, but it'll be their best game of the year because they realized, again, desperation. Don't underestimate that. Uh, that's just what I look at. Man, I did What's not... What's a tackle position for the Green Bay this week, you know? Exactly. So, again, that's that's tough. They, they have some guys that can rush the passer in Cincinnati as well. Aaron Rodgers will tell us to relax in two to three weeks, and that's when this team will start playing yeah, well. Yeah, right. That's how it goes. All right, next one up. Oakland at Washington. We got people in the office that are saying it's the game they're most excited for. I think, I think it's you one of are mine. too. Yeah. Oakland's offense is ranked fourth. Their defense is ranked seventeenth. Washington's offense is ranked fifteenth. Their defense is ranked twenty-sixth. The Raiders are favored by three in Washington, and this is my other big bet of the week. And I'm a little bit nervous about it too, but I like to bet big on teams that I am confident in, and I'm confident in the Raiders. I'm going three hundred points on the Raiders. Uh, I. Look Look at this team, and I go. I don't know if Washington can get pressure on Carr. Right. And if they do, I just think the Raiders are that squad right now. Mm-hmm. They're the Carolina Panthers, fifteen and one team right now, where it's like they can run the ball, they can pass the ball, they can yep. do this. And then I look at Washington, and I go, I maybe they can run on the Raiders. I don't know. I just I'm really confident. In I would be more confident that the Washington's gonna be able to throw the ball on the Raiders. Okay, that would, that would be yeah, the one thing. You give me your breakdown. Yeah, I mean I think, I'm just a simple. No, game. I think you're 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 a lot of what you said is right. I, I'm picking the Raiders to win the game 31-27, so they cover the spread. But I'm only gonna put ten dollars oh, on it. Oh crap! Yeah, because it just scares me a little bit. Uh, I got to see a little more evidence from this Raiders defense. Like the Jets did move the ball a little on them yes. last week. Um, you know, even the Tennessee Titans did to a degree, and this is the most talented offense they've seen to this point this year. I mean, with Jordan exactly. Reed, Chris Thompson, Crowder was good last week, and there's still the Terrell Pryor on the outside, and we'll see if Doxson can ever do anything for that football team. But uh, I think it's it's his. One of those things, too, where the run game got going a little for Washington, so that does scare me. Their O-line is, on paper, a pretty good group. I don't think they're going to get overwhelmed by Khalil Mack and Bruce Irvin in the pass rush. The defense is scary, though. That's the point where, like, I understand you going money on Oakland because if, if – Oakland if gets on fire early, yes. then and they go, oh man, we you know there's Derek Carr. He's got all this time to sit back there in the pocket because it's the best pass protection O line in football. Man, yeah, there's not a lot of like shut down corner play or great secondary play in the Washington Redskins secondary other than Norman to where I just go, man, they can't match up with Cooper and Crabtree and and of course Jared Cook and then the backs out of the backfield in the run game. Uh, Oakland's offense is special. 
uh, and you know I think that. They can beat you just about any way they want to do it. I mean, you want to take away deep passing game. They can do the short game with their, the receivers and the, I mean, the running backs and the tight ends. You want to, they want to play ground and pound. They can do that with Beast Mode and company. So uh, this is going to be an awesome game. I think Oakland's going to be ultra excited, too, because they're on the big stage for the first yes. time in a while. Sunday night football. Lyndon J, plus or minus two Amari Cooper drops. Oh, I, I, mean, I mean, it's almost two every week, right? I mean, man, I, I, we love Amari. We, but Crabtree has become the guy, and, and that's the guy yeah. I can all honestly tell you when I watch film. It's the guy that Carr is most comfortable throwing the ball to. Uh, but, man, Cooper's so talented. He just, yeah, he's just, you know, I don't know. He just, he's too serious in my opinion. We've seen yeah. him before. Smile. Have fun. It's football. We love you, Omari. Dallas at Arizona, Monday night football. Dallas is minus three. And people are looking at this game and going, but I thought Carson Palmer sucks. What's going on here? Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. Cardinals defense does not suck. No. And this is going to be an absolute mash fest. Yes. Cowboys offense and defense both ranked 14th. Cardinals offense ranked 12th. Cardinals defense ranked 19th. I am going, I'm going to go Dallas here. Yeah. I'm going $10. Yep. I'm not putting, to me, this is a 50 50 game. Yeah. And I think that Dak and the Dallas offense is going to get stuck. I think Zeke's going to have another rough game. But I don't think Arizona can take advantage of it. Yeah. If Arizona had any more semblance of offense, I would bet good money on Arizona. Yeah, right. Because I think that the Cardinals' defense matches up really well with this line. Yep. I'm just going Dallas because I think that I trust Dak more than I trust Carson Palmer. I, I think that's a very good va- uh, you know, validation of that point. I, I'm going Dallas as well, only going $10. I picked the game to be 27-24, so technically that would be a push, right? Uh, but, yeah, I, I, I again, yeah, Carol, I mean, Arizona scares me, plain and simple. I mean, their offensive line scares me. Carson Palmer scares me. No David Johnson scares me. But also, I'll say into that, you know, just like we saw at the end of the Colts game last week with Arizona, I mean, they can strike deep when they wanted to. J.J. Nelson. Nelson right, so yeah. that, that's what scares me about the game in general. Uh, I do think you said it. This Arizona defense is very good. Like, Patrick Peterson's going to be able to play Des Bryant man-to-man. Oh, not, I don't know if Des is going to have, like, three catches for 27 and they're yards. Yeah, they're going to be able to load the box. Now, their front seven uh, is not as good as no. the Giants or, um, Denver. or Denver, right? They're, but it's still good, and it's a it's a, a very diverse scheme, right? It's Pittsburgh up front, which can make it hard at times to run against because you get looks as an offensive line. You go, damn, we haven't really practiced against this look. Like, what the hell is everybody lined up for? But at the same time, it's scary, too, because then, like, one guy gets washed down. Just like we saw Zeke Elliott against the Pittsburgh Steelers last year. He busting up the middle untouched for long yeah. touchdown runs because they do creative things, and if they catch him in the wrong play, bam, it ends up being a I'm home run. I'm really interested to see the Cowboys from this perspective. Dak has not. This gotten is the first beat. adversity like. Has not game, gotten right? beat like he did last week. Yeah, and to get called out by his coach, Zeke is used to it at this point. Yeah, uh, everyone's saying he's not hustling, but this is the first time this Dallas team has been really beat in two years with this young core of guys. Right, how they bounce back will tell me a lot about their season. Yes, it will. Because this is going to be a team that will punch you in the face. Yeah. All right, those are our picks. Let me do a quick recap of the big bets. The big bets this week. You and I both put $100 on Baltimore in London. Right. You put 200 Let me do the combined ones. Yeah, go ahead. We both put big money on the Giants, plus six against the Eagles. Right. I bet 150 You bet 300 We both bet big money on the Patriots against right. Houston, minus 13. I put 200 You put 400 We both put big money on Pittsburgh. I bet 300 You bet 100 minus seven and a half against Chicago. Uh, we both bet big money on Cincinnati plus nine against Green Bay. I bet 170, you bet 200. Right. Now our individual bets. You put 200 on the Jets to cover against the Dolphins. You put 200 on Denver in Buffalo. Yes. I put 100 on New Orleans to cover the spread against Carolina. I put 200 on Kansas City in Los Angeles against the Chargers, and then I put 300 on Oakland against, so, so uh, against, uh, who are they playing? You don't, you don't talk so well today, okay? Who's Oakland playing? Oakland is playing the Washington Redskins? Yes. Thank, thank you. you. I just wanted to say their team name because I am very courteous oh, you're of our so social issues. Correct. That's not the reason I legitimately forgot. <laughs> but our big agreements were Baltimore, Giants, New England, 
Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Yeah, crazy. We're going with the Bungles. All right, so those are our bets. Yep. All right, now it is time for everyone's favorite segment. Garen, Teed, to lose. Sims didn't want to do it, but I peer pressured him to do it. He did. Five teams that Sims is guaranteeing to lose. Sims, where do we start off? Oh, we are going to London. You know what's happening in London today, What's Adam? happening? Oh, it's Blake Bortles and the Jaguars. Yes, welcome to the Bortles. Do the Bortles. You're going to lose. You're going to lose. Have you seen Baltimore's defense? Oh, what? It's legit, and it's the Jacksonville offense. Sorry, you're going to London to lose. I guarantee it. Have some tea and crumpets, though. You might enjoy. Next one up is a team that's going to a place that's not England. <laughs> no, but it's New, New England. England. Yes, sorry, Texans. You're going to lose. You know why? Uh, plain and simple. Deshaun Watson... Tom Brady. Huh, I'll take Tom Brady. You're going to lose, Texans. You know why? Because I said so. I am the Oracle. Speaking of Tom Brady, some people say he's the greatest quarterback of all time, but we know who he really is, and this team's got to face him. Oh, sorry, Cincinnati. You're going to lose. You're going to keep it close. You're going to tempt fate and think you're going to pull off an upset. But sorry, the greatest quarterback of all time is on the other side. Number 12, Aaron Rodgers. He'll make magic happen, Cincinnati will keep it close and the Bengals will lose again. Why? Because it's Andy Dalton versus Aaron Rodgers. Next one up, it's a team that Sims still thinks plays in a different city. Yes, these damn Chargers. Where the hell are you from? That stadium. Oh, it's the Kansas City Chiefs. You are going to lose. Lefko's mom, Sharon, says you're going to lose. She guaranteed it, so I got to go with it. But it's San Diego against the Chiefs. The Chiefs are really good. They're definitely one of the five best teams. Sorry, the Los Angeles Super Chargers, you will lose. All right, and the last one. C-H-I-C-A-G-O. Sorry, not going to win because Big Ben's coming to town. That didn't rhyme, but I don't give a damn. You're going to lose. They're not as good. And it's, again, it's a common theme here. Uh, Big Ben versus Mike Glennon. Negative Ghost Rider, Chicago. You're going to lose. I said so. I am the Oracle. Lose because I said it. And here are the teams guaranteed to lose, even though we both spent a lot of money on Cincinnati. Jaguars, Texans, Bengals, Chargers, Chicago Bears. Man. Usually your picks of Cleveland, Indiana, and, and the Colts just not available because they're playing each other. Well, what, how dare they play each other? Uh, Rob, I'm glad you made me do it. Robin, uh, good. Robin yeah. Fachtman says Chris Sims looks like Michael Sarah's uncle. <laughs> Who's Michael Sarah? He was the guy in Super Bad that's like, hey guys, who are you? <laughs> I still don't know who that is, but yeah, okay. Right. I got to think about it longer. <laughs> uh, Claire Wynn says the only time the Browns haven't been on the guaranteed team. I know, it's a shame. Dev, you can't pick two losers. Can I guarantee both of them to lose? Just a reminder for everybody, our Thursday night pick, we are both going with the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. Uh, we just Tight believe one. Carlos Hyde, though, will pop off a little bit more than Todd Gurley. Right. The Rams defense a little bit more open to the running game than the 49ers are. Hope you guys have an amazing week with your bets. We will fill you in on Monday with how all of our bets do. Sunday, tweet at us during the games. Use the Twitter at Sims and Lefko, we're watching the games together. Yeah. So I will respond with all the Simses and the Lefko and we will have fun during the games. Enjoy the game tonight. Have a great day. Love y'all for Sims. Peace out, homies. Fendrick would say good night. Be well, everybody. Talk to you soon. <laughs>